talk about off the plan, and I'm doing air quotes. Well, if we keep eating the flour and the sugar and we continue that lifestyle, we're just digging an early grave. Now, that may sound really hardcore because it is. So one thing that you can do, this may not float for you, but it's highly encouraged. If you're not doing the food journaling, it really is a requirement for this. I'm not going to come knock on your door and ask to see your journal. Okay, I need to see your journal. But really for you, if you want to be serious about it and you want to make the lifestyle change, you've got to get into that food journaling. Um, now, get a calendar. You can print one off of Microsoft Word. You can go down to Walmart, buy a calendar. I don't support Walmart, but you can if you want to. Uh, you can go to the Dollar Tree and get a dollar. You can go to the Dollar General, grab a calendar. You can make a calendar. And the calendars are easy to access. So what you're going to want to do is every day that you follow your plan, you're just going to put a little X. Make it a colorful X. Make it yellow. Make it pink. Make it purple. Make it red. Whatever color you want, do the same color. X it off. That day's done. That day's done. That day's done. That day's done. And keep going because this is going to start working on that psyche that we have. And we're going to be able to see, wow, last Thursday was really hard for me. I had a blowout. I made a mistake, so I didn't get a red X that day. So what happened on that day that triggered me to go eat the sugar? Okay, you see where this is going? Put it by your fridge. Put it somewhere where you see it. We used to put things by our phones on the wall, if y'all remember that. I'm I'm really old. I'm like 94 years old. So um, your phone on the wall, you know, the one with the little wrappy cord that whenever you talk to your crush on in high school, you'd wrap it around your finger and giggle. Yeah, that phone... But it used to be on the wall in our homes. It's not there anymore. So we got to find it. We have to find a new place. Um, okay. So let's talk about wanting to be happy and having a better life. You're going to be put in situations. You're going to be traveling. You're going to find things that down the road, you're going to have to make decisions. Part of that is going to be preparation, knowing ahead of time learning what is on a menu whenever you go out to eat and just being that person that just asks for being polite, just dressing on the side, ask for oil and vinegar instead of their ranch dressing. Trust me, whenever you start taking this stuff out and it's out of your system, you'll know immediately whenever you do get it. I'll give you a small example. Whenever I would go through a drive-thru and grab a Dr. Pepper and they'd give me a diet Dr. Pepper, I knew immediately. Like, no way I'm putting that in my body. Uh-uh. I've always been against um, diet drinks. Uh, so, and it tastes funny. It's weird. It tastes like, I don't know. It's like a marshmallow that's been rolled around in artichokes or something. I mean, it's just nasty to me. So, um, you don't, you want to be prepared. And you need to know what what choices to make. So nowadays you can look ahead and get on the schedule on the menu and, and check it out and just kind of compare it back. Almost every restaurant has a, a healthier, lighter option. Now, is it going to be the very best choices? Probably not, but you can make the best choices that are on the menu and then do really well the next day. 
okay? When you're traveling in an airport, you know, you can't take things like water with you. So what we do, Josh and I do, we take empty water bottles and fill them up at the fountain. So we're not paying $8 for a bottle of water. Uh, you can go in and get nuts. You can, uh, you know, dried fruit is not something you want to do, but you can bring an apple. I've, I've traveled with lots of apples and cheese sticks, things like that. Uh, so it's just a matter of being prepared and taking the time. So if we think about the preparation part process of it's going to keep me from derailing, it's going to keep me happy, it's going to bring that life I'm looking for, then it will be easier for us. So um, there are habits we're going to have to change too. And so we have to come up with a few mantras that will help us overcome these habits. So that's one of the biggest things, not that I'm talking about myself, but since I'm right now at the time of the recording, I'm going through the program too. And I have been very um, impressed, I guess, with the psychology behind this because how often I'm triggered to go get a soda. And I didn't realize how many triggers and habits I had had for myself. So some habits could be those of us that have a job, there might be a vending machine and we might at two o'clock go get a snack out of the vending machine. We might not even think about it. We might be driving home from work and we always stop in and get this, um, go through here and grab this. Those are habits that we're going to have to take note of and make sure we're changing those habits. It is the very, very hard part, but it's really important. And you've got to have firm thoughts. And you've got to start changing the way you think about food and the way that you're thinking about how you're eating. I've said this a few times, so forgive me if I've already said it in this program or if you've been in a class recently and you've, and you've heard me say it. I'm reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. And one thing he talked about was there were a couple of smokers that were quitting smoking. And one said... Um, someone offered them a cigarette and one of them said, oh, I'm quitting smoking. The other one said, I don't smoke cigarettes. Now, the, they were both quitting smoking, but the other one who reframed the way they were thinking about cigarettes completely changed their habit because they had a habit. And now it's, we're basically your brain is a muscle and we're retraining that brain. It's going to Tina's bar class every single week it gets easier because we get used to the way she teaches and then we get you the muscles that we're using start getting stronger same thing with our brain a habit is training your brain muscle to do a different thing okay so one thing that we want to think about is some mantras and you're gonna to have to block your mind and that's what a mantra does so one that you could do now, if you struggle with anorexia or bulimia, this is not the mantra for you. And when I read it, it'll make sense. Don't, don't eat no matter what, no matter what, just don't eat. I'll say it again. Don't eat no matter what, no matter what, just don't eat. This is for those vending machines, that two o'clock snack, that 11 o'clock snack. You need to eat all of your food in your, when you're, sitting down to eat don't eat any other food try to get away from that um don't eat no matter what no matter what just don't eat now if the anorexia or bulimia is part of your past that's extreme and it's very restrictive and this mantra will not work for you um another mantra is that's not my food that's poison to me 
That's a great, that's a great mantra. And I do that. I, I walk by the soda machine and I say, that's poison to me because I need my brain to understand I'm poisoning myself whenever I drink the sodas. So I'm going to stop real quick and talk about the poisoning. So find the right word. Okay. So sugar is called a chronic dose dependent hepatoxin. Okay. It's chronic because it continues to affect us for a long term. Okay. It's, it's a chronic situation. Dose dependent means the more you have, the more you crave. Hepatoxin, this is terrible only affects the liver. Well, it, not hepatoxin, but it, it's a hepatoxin because it only affects the liver. So we have a lot of people with fatty livers because of all the sugar in our food. Poison. I'm not yawning. I'm just pausing for it to sink in. Flour is also chronic dose-dependent toxin. So it's chronic, we just discussed that, dose-dependent, but it's toxin because it affects all of the organs. The more you eat, the sicker you're going to get because these are man-made products, they're not natural. And a lot of people are going to talk to us about how extreme this sounds or I could never do that, but there's a lot of patients that have diabetes that are told if they don't stop the way that they're eating, they're going to lose a leg or a foot. Now that's extreme. So get it very clear that these foods are poison for our bodies. A third of the kids growing up right now will develop diabetes. And over half of kids from an ethnic background, the statistics show they will get diabetes from the foods that we eat. So that's not my food, or that's not my food, that's poison to me. If you're faith-based, you can say, thank you, God, that's not my food. Don't eat no matter what, no matter what, just don't eat. Food thoughts are natural. You're going to have them. We've got emotional triggers embedded very deep, and we're working through that. I want you to give yourself grace. I want you, if you do have a moment where you, you've messed up or whatever you want to call it, I'm not terming it that, whatever you want to call it, take a moment, write down what happened that day so you can go back and figure out what do I need to change. You guys have a great day.